0: Hey people, this is Aram. Welcome back to God's Fall, a proud member of Neon Rival. Join the collective at neonrival.com. Episode 70, By Flame and Stone. Last episode, the players attempted to rescue the god of the astral realm from Kadarian hands, only to have Doro somehow drop her while teleporting. Zion asked Oinkers and Caitlyn to watch over them as the players put their hands together and held the Eye of Saw. In the Astral Realm, the players found the old dwarf battling four massive jellyfish. Para blasted them off her as Dora teleported her out of the Astral Realm and back to the docks with the rest of the party close behind. The God of the Sun remained for a moment, his eye caught by the glow of another godling within the city, and left the astral realm just as the raiders were closing in.
1: My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level
2: six halfling rogue. My name is Kelly, and I play Rena Falloval a sixth level wild elf ranger.
3: My name is Michael, I play Zion Preeton, a sixth
4: level human sorcerer. My name is Carlos, I play Para Rivers, a 6th level human cleric.
3: Questioning Dudala uh, nicely.
0: Excellent. She's sitting there happily sipping her water.
3: So, tell me, uh, have you seen visions of the God of Chaos?
0: Oh, yes. There is a very strong disturbance in the astral realm in the void. I know exactly what you speak of.
3: And so you see, you have seen that she is in line to arise soon. I have seen a weakening
0: in the world storm. I wasn't unsure what it was, but... What you say makes
3: sense. What more have you seen of the God of Chaos?
0: That is all. You seem to have far
3: more information than I do. So I need to be able to ask her some questions without revealing too much of what we
1: know. How many other awakened people can you see right now? Other than us. I can only see those outside of my
0: vision when they enter my realm. At this moment, I can only see you all.
1: Could you see other people, though, while you were in the astral realm?
0: It's not quite how it works. If they are nearby enough, I can see a glow, perhaps a little point on the horizon. But my range is limited.
3: So, next objective, then. Welcome to the team, Dudala. Team? Yes, the team to save the world. We're on a holy mission. Interesting. Did you mean you have other ideas? No, I just didn't really think of it. But yes, I will save
0: the world. Again, as she explained it, she, she felt a weakening in the world storm, and she felt the god of chaos, but she didn't fully understand what was going on.
3: All right, well, I want to do a sense motive of uh, perception to see if when she said save the world. Insight,
1: insight yeah. Uh, Fifteen. She doesn't seem to be lying. Okay, maybe she's just creepy then.
2: Just a rom seems like he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to do if Kadar got a hold of you?
1: Well, I
0: was going to play along. As soon as I could, I would simply step into the Astral Realm. I just didn't want to give away too much.
1: Wait, can you just enter the Astral Realm? She
0: nods, stands up, and kind of straightens out her skirt. And then makes a quick downward slashing motion with her right arm, and a pink and purple doorway appears next to her. She steps through it, the doorway and her vanish, and a moment later, another doorway appears behind you, and she steps through and just taps you on the shoulder.
1: Uh, Hey, I can do that too. I teleport behind her and then tap her on the shoulder. And she laughs.
0: She's amused by it, and then she slowly walks back towards her seat and sits down.
2: Did they say anything to
0: you? You must come with us. Don't do any of your powers, old lady. We know who you are. They were quite amusing. Did you see them holding any glowing stones? I did not see them, but I did feel these
4: godstones on their necks.
1: Yeah, yeah, we know all about the bridge. Well, I suppose we need to decide upon our
2: next course of action, then.
4: When she said she was buried, she was buried in the
2: mine? She was in, like, a cavern, right? Yes. And it collapsed in.
4: Yeah, so she was
0: basically, she was in a mine, and the whole thing collapsed during the God's War, and she was trapped underneath basically like a mile of rock.
4: Did she say how she got out?
0: She thought she had died. It felt like her spirit simply floated up through the rocks, and then she just woke up.
4: But she can physically move, too? Out of the astral realm? I thought she was. When you guys enter the
0: astral realm, your physical bodies are left behind. When she enters the astral realm, her physical body comes with her. She actually becomes part of the astral realm.
4: Yeah, fuck this woman. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah, that's bullshit. She
2: could be like, mm, I don't want to be on this boat anymore. Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah. Wow. She could have said, I don't want to be in danger anymore. Like
1: well, she was, she said that she was gonna let them yeah. capture her and then just leave whenever she wanted. I
4: thought she would, she would be captured, blink out, basically invisible. Wait till they're like, what the fuck? Then like leave. Yeah, that way.
0: If she wanted to reveal her powers to them, what she was doing was waiting for a moment where there was a distraction, and then she could leave, and they wouldn't know what had happened.
4: Do the Godstones glow in the astral realm? If she's in the astral realm, does she see like these glowing rocks walking around?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because in the astral realm, they would glow all the time. So absolutely, she can pinpoint yeah. them easily. She could see.
4: She saw them coming. Yeah. Okay.
1: Pull the boat over. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Para is still looking out. Uh, He can't shake it. He doesn't want to leave this other godling alone in the city with no help at all. So Para just doesn't turn around, just says, We have to go back. We have to go back and find that other godling. What other godling? I saw something. I saw something in the astral realm. What did you see in the astral realm, young man? It was this glowing light. It was near you. It was a little bit further away. I couldn't reach it in time, and I couldn't make it out.
0: She reaches out her hand. Uh, um.
3: <laughs> okay, I stand in front of Para. <laughs> wait, hang. hang wait. Para would get to react first.
4: Para, yeah. Para would grab would uh, grab her hand. He's already walked her down to a chair, got her water, taking care of her. So yeah.
0: And they vanish. The two of you are now floating above the deck, making pace with the ship, but you're floating above it. You can see the fog that's rolled out from it, but it's like these thin wisps of purple and pink energies. You can see everything happening all around you, and then both of you can see a roaring column of fire. Two Hundred foot tall, five foot wide, roaring column of fire weaving its way back through the city. And then you float back down to the deck and boom, they both reappear.
2: No, where did
0: you
3: go? What did you do?
0: I showed him what he wanted to see.
4: What was that?
0: That, my dear, that's the god of fire.
3: What? Sense motive. Uh Insight versus her deception if she's lying. Uh, 19. She does not seem to be lying.
0: She seems to be telling just what she saw.
3: Okay, uh, pause for one moment. When we were talking about the god of fire, Yatar, what was left of him? Uh, what was the last thing we saw? Do we have notes on that?
0: You saw a fire giant in the colspine Mountains.
3: I don't say that out loud, by the way.
1: If it is the fire giant... Which doesn't why would make it be? It would be stomping why, through the yeah, why city. Why would it be in the middle yeah, of the it's city, not, it's just not walking fire. through? People are just like,
2: "Oh, that's okay." Wait, this is that? Is totally they normal. said the
4: fire giant's the god of fire. Yes,
3: yes. we have seen we, this. We know we it for a fact because we saw him. So um, uh, we know she's lying.
2: Unless it's destroying the city. Yeah, unless he's killing everybody.
3: Interesting. Perhaps I should take a look myself. Come, everyone. Let's go to the deck of the ship.
0: It's still wreathed in fog, but I'd say it's starting to taper off. So by the time you reach the deck of the ship, the fog has parted. You're in the bright brilliance of the sun
3: and you can see the city beyond you. Do I see, and I don't say a word about this, but do I see a giant stomping through the middle of the city? You're honestly too
0: far away at this point to see anything. So no. Oinkers, <laughs>
3: could you do me a, a, a favor?
0: Anchor pops right to attention and she's nodding.
3: If you would be so kind, would you mind turning yourself into a sparrow?
0: Nods and she's done a couple galloping steps and leaps and in mid-leap turns into a sparrow and darts out the window and starts flying towards the city.
3: Well, we'll just sit here in the nice bay and have a look at the city as we're all continuing to chat. Still, Beard, let's drop Anchor and just uh, take in the sights.
0: A pair of anchors splash into the water behind you, and then you feel the ship drag to a halt and then just kind of sway back and forth in the bay.
3: Right, because there are no Kadarian vessels that are, like, directly attacking us right now or anything like that, right? I'm looking out.
0: Not directly attacking you, but there are definitely Kadarian vessels moving out from the pier and will pass your general area in the next
3: 10 minutes. Oinkers is pretty fast. We'll give her seven minutes. Can Steelbeard turn the ship into a Kadarian ship, though? He could try. Steelbeard?
0: Yes, my friend.
3: If you'd be so kind, would you mind looking out at that ship coming on this way?
0: One of the Kadarian ships?
3: Yes, one of those dastardly ships. Would it be possible to mask yourself to look somewhat like them? I can try. Of course, they'll be like, what is your license plate number or whatever? They'll be like,
2: there were only six of us. One, two, three, four, five, Five, six, seven.
0: The ship begins to, like, shift around you. It seems to grow slightly. It seems to rise slightly. Two more masts rise out of the deck. More sails unfold out of it. A trebuchet grows out of the back forecastle and appears and it quickly becomes not one of the giant ships, but it becomes one of the vessels of the Kadarian Navy. The sails are all formed with tightly woven leaves. The deck is all formed out of ironwood. Will it work as a passing glance? Sure. If someone gets too close, they're going to see through the ruse.
3: From a distance, it could be a Kadarian ship, you know, if nobody's paying attention. Absolutely. Good enough for me for
0: seven
1: minutes. <laughs>
0: what are you doing over the seven minutes of waiting?
3: We're going to have a nice little chat with Dudala. What can I assist you with, my friends?
0: I'm sorry, my teammates.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Are you doing it on purpose because you know? Or <laughs> it's it's or totally up now. Purpose, okay, yeah. all right.
4: Para, after that, is kind of like shaken up. See, why would it be different this time in the astral plane that he sees this, like, beam of fire and he didn't see that before?
0: Maybe because you knew what you were looking at. Maybe that god was using their power.
3: Maybe you saw what she wanted you to see.
4: Yeah.
0: Maybe because you were connected to her, you had better vision. Any of these things could be true.
4: Gotcha. Perra remembers the vision that they were given about the god of fire. As this big giant, right? Yeah, a fire giant. As a big fire giant. He leans over, like bends down and like gets on his knees because she's sitting there. Grabs her hand and he's just like, have you ever come in contact with a fire giant before? A fire giant? Good to know. There were
0: tales of them back in the day, back before the breaking of the world. They were only tales. I have never seen such a creature, nor has anyone
4: I've ever known. But this one you knew you knew exactly where he was.
0: As soon as you told me what to look for, I just simply opened my eye to see what was around us and his power. It is not small. It was easy to find. So you know you know it's a fire giant then, right? All I sensed was their divinity. A very powerful divinity. Perhaps that also comes from the gianthood that, in a strength, I do not know. I can only tell you what I feel and what the astral energies tell me.
3: When did you lose your sight?
0: I lost my sight back in the mines. During the gods' war, during the collapse, there was a gas, a a terrible gas that was released in those tunnels. I was the only one to survive, but my sight was gone where were these mines again? the mines were beneath Rhizon. back before the gods war we used to tunnel deep into these mines now that the gold has been brought to the surface they're no longer needed
4: oh you poor woman Para brushes her hair over her ear and she smiles and kind of tilts her head I like you you're
0: the nice one
4: I, I, like, I like you too Maybe Para can help you in a way that... Oh, yeah, yeah, I could heal your sight. Others have tried, but if you wish. As I lay my hands on her, Para wants to make sure he can do it and, like, he doesn't damage her in any way. I want to do some type of detect evil, detect undead, because his power will hurt her if she is, like, some type of supernatural.
0: So you're rolling through this, like, detect evil, detect undead, detect outer planetary creature. Yeah. Negative, negative,
4: negative. So she's a dwarf woman through and through.
0: And you can't detect that, but she's not these other
3: things. Okay. I don't believe you. Unreliable DM.
0: (laughs) But also magic, too. She ripples with magic just like all of you do.
4: But there's no, like, source on her or anything like that? I mean, it, you can't really pinpoint it to a, a specific
0: thing. I mean, you, she has; she's rolling with the same divinity as everyone else is. Like, it comes off her in waves.
3: I would like to, at the same time, detect magic. Yeah, she detects his magic. They all detect his magic. No, no, no. Detect magic. It's, I'm detecting any magical items on her.
0: Detect magic detects the strongest source of magic within a certain area. You sense it being astral energy.
3: Detect the evil person we know you are. <laughs> I cast DM's Lie. Caitlin's looking up like
0: in the corner with the owlbears, but looking up and looking worried every once in a while because there seems to be a weird tension in the room, but she's not getting why.
4: Is this type of healing the type... like This is a stronger healing than this regular like mending healing. This is like, I got to regrow your fucking limbs. So this is going to be painful, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can Caitlin put her to sleep? you want to explain this to her, but sure Caitlin can put her to sleep. Para has his hands over her face and he's about to do it and then he remembers Torvik screaming and it echoes in his mind and he's just like, um, Caitlin.
0: Caitlin's like playing with the owlbears. Oh wait, wait, oh yeah, yeah. Uh hey, para, hey.
4: Caitlin, I need your help.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And she like quickly pulls herself out from under the owlbears and she brushes herself off and she walks over and she stands like, Oh, what can I do? What can I do?
4: This is going to be very painful. Caitlin. I need you to put her to sleep while I work on her eyes. Well, we could do that, but
0: I have a different
4: idea. Both of you give me your hands and sit down. Everyone's asking for my fucking hands in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, I really just want to do this one thing. I know,
0: I know, and I know a way it can be done safely.
4: Trust me. Okay, I, gr- I grab her hand.
2: Rina stands behind Caitlin.
0: Doodala. Para and Caitlin all sit down in like a little triangle, give each other their hands, and their heads slump forward, and they're asleep. The three of you then wake up, and you're in a temple. Huge stone slabs that are covered in brilliant white linens and comfortable pillows and silver basins filled with water and there's silent priests walking back and forth all around you. Caitlin stands and she seems far more reassured in this place. And she motions for Dudala to lay down on one of these slabs, which Dudala does lays down and crosses her arms over her chest. Caitlin kind of moves over to her head and is doing very soft, smooth motions where she's running her fingers through her hair and then places two fingertips on her forehead and Dudala falls asleep within the dream. Oh, whoa. Inception. Para, she won't feel anything at all now. Good, good. Where is she? It's kind of hard to explain because she's asleep, but then... She's also asleep, it's, it's kind of like if you were asleep, but then I put your subconscious to sleep as well. Cool. How am I
4: supposed to work on her in a dream? Just think about your powers.
0: She motions towards the ceiling of this temple and it opens up in a spiral to expose the sky and directly above you is the blazing sun. It comes in in a shaft of light and you just feel the power course through your body.
4: anything happening on the boat when I'm doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Perception rolls?
2: 18.
0: One Kadarian ship that has pulled out of the bay started off kind of to the west and is now slowly turning towards your ship. It'll be here in five minutes.
4: Para looks up at the sun and then looks down at Dudala, places his hands at her temple, and closes his eyes and concentrates on healing. I
0: would like you to roll a wisdom roll. So roll a die 20 and add your wisdom bonus, which is a plus three. 17. Your hands go to either side of her temple and this blue, harmless flame rolls out from you. This blue flame you've learned to summon that only heals and never hurts because you're taking just an extra step of precaution to make sure nothing goes wrong here. And the flames lick around her temples and enter her eyes and suddenly there's this brilliant flash of fire. She seems to explode with it. And both you and Caitlin are now in total darkness. The fire from her eyes lights the room up around her. She's lying on her back in a caved-in tunnel. There's dead dwarves all around you in this thick gas swirling all around you. You can see her, eyes open, gray, completely blind, gasping for air. And then there's a door... blue door that opens behind her and a woman steps through thin human pale with a black bob of hair who leans down and places a hand on her chest waves of weird energy roll around the woman she's young she's old she's a skeleton she's a baby and then she stabilizes as herself her eyes flare open And she enters like this pink and purple physical reality as she floats through the ceiling. The woman watches her go, nods, steps back through her doorway, and vanishes. And then boom! You guys are all knocked out of this dream. You're thrown back from each other. You slam into walls and charts and you're all... Gasping and clawing for air because it feels like you've been struck dead in the chest. (laughs) And she steadies herself, and she opens her eyes, and she's still blind.
4: What happened? I just saw the timeline of her eyes, right?
0: Yes, that's exactly what you saw.
4: All I saw was literally, I'm healing these things that have been broken since the beginning of time, so I would see the beginning of fucking time of these eyes when I rebuild it. That that's fucking aw. That's fucking great, dude. Especially because that only took you three minutes to like fucking not even three minutes, like three thirty seconds to fucking <laughs> write. There's uh, the cave, the cave, and the gas, and in um, in a woman. Uh, there's there, there there's a woman there. There were many
0: women underground with us. We, there were several there, but I thought they were all dead.
4: The door. Do you remember the door? A door. What? No.
0: And she's now looking, and she, for the first time, looks very confused and unsure. Like, she's not sure what's happening now, and she seems kind of scared.
4: Your eyes, your eyes can't be healed.
0: That that makes sense. Uh, priests have tried, or priests did try. Uh, there were some that had ointments, and a couple even had some magic left over before they knew it was gone. And Nothing's ever
3: worked.
4: Para is, like, terrified right now.
3: Steelbeard, it's time for us to set off. Turn into mist.
0: Anchors away.
3: <laughs> Oinkers will find us. She can always find Torvik.
0: As the anchors are coming up, because the ship's only a couple minutes away, a sparrow comes flitting back into the window. Kinda of looks at you all, shrugs a little bit, and then poof, unfolds into a into a pit. And, she just shakes her head and walks over to where Torvik is lying down and slumps down next to him.
1: I pull my daggers and get behind the old woman.
0: She's like shakily rising to her
4: feet. Oh, are we awake right now? We're awake.
0: You were kind of blown out of this dream reality and back into the room. Caitlin is. She it took her a second, but she's like up now and she's. Like, I'm. I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, I just lost control. I don't. I don't know what happened.
4: I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay, Caitlin. Caitlin, it's okay. Parasits sits down on the chair that Dudala was sitting on. Her eyes can't be healed. So what led you to believe
3: that the God of Fire was here?
4: And she's still, still a little shaking. She's like, I can... How
0: can I explain it? There's a true form? There's a shape you all wear. It's it's your true form. It's your God within. I, I can sense and see those energies, and his is very strong.
3: Even now, I can feel... It ever so slightly, I'm gonna pull out a freaking godstone.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you pull out a godstone and it glows, but you could also just pull out the you could pull out the eye of saw and look at her.
3: There's no way that I'm going to have that eye of saw out in anywhere near her.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you can pull out a god a godstone. I mean, it's gonna glow brightly in your hands.
4: We're all... Go- yeah.
0: Because each one of you is going to cause that thing to glow. I mean, in the, in this room, it would be almost blinding.
4: What did Oinkers find? Oinkers
3: found nothing. Oinkers shrugged and like sort of sat over by Torvik.
4: When we saw the fire giant as a vision, was it in reality or in the astral plane?
3: Did we see him at the top of the Union or did we see him at... Um,
0: With the cactus. The cactus formed the coal spine out of flowers. And at one of the top of the mountains, this form of a fire giant appeared out of tulips and roses and petals. So it's an exaggerated version, right? You're seeing kind of a relief map, but that's what you saw.
4: Are we seeing, like, the version of it that could have been... Like, when she looks at Torvik, she sees a bunch of animals moving around. Is that what, what we saw from the fire giant? We saw his spirit animal or whatever?
0: I mean, it was all made out of petals and vines, right? But it was clearly a fire giant. And what lo- was looked like wreathed in fire. But again, I mean, when the god of plants interacts, their speech, quote unquote, is very picture form. It's like looking at a diorama. So it's all kind of representational, yeah. and not exact. I mean, it was. It, was it happening in reality? Was it happening? Not how the hell would you know?
4: Okay.
3: As people are continuing to talk and figure out what's going on, I'm going to turn to Rena and sort of whisper in her ear as I pass her a godstone covered in vines. And I say to her, go below deck. Ask our friend where the fire is.
2: So I'm going to make up some excuse to get out of there.
0: So you walk uh, out and below deck and you kind of open your hands to look at this vine encased. I sit down. And what do you do?
2: I'm just going to hold it, and I'm going to think about the cactus, and then I'm going to think about, like, my forest and kind of just, like, think about nature and try to just kind of...
0: Roll me a wisdom save.
2: 24.
0: You're thinking for a second, and you're not really sure, like, how to activate this thing. You're not quite sure what to do, and all of a sudden it begins to glow, and all the vines unwrap from it and reform to represent a version of Capania all the buildings and everything rising up and the palace and the mountains all around it. And then a swirling column of red petals like fire rises up from the center and then it all collapses back down into the gem.
2: I think about the astral uh, plane, and then I think about her, and then I basically I'm trying to ask, is where she is?
0: Roll one more wisdom save.
2: I'm going to use a lucky. Thirteen.
0: The vines unfold again, and they form into blue petals, this flat wavering field of blue petals and out of the center of it, green vines form a ship and there's a mass of pink and purple petals from inside the ship that almost cause it to glow and swirl and then there's a snap and everything collapses into leaves and petals all around you, just almost like it all died. The godstone in the center has cracked and the energy simply fades. (laughs)
2: <laughs> dang
0: kind of shoving it back together trying to tuck vines into <laughs>
2: yeah. it just like she knows it's broken so she just kind of sits there and she's like staring at it and then she gets back up and she walks back upstairs and she hides the thing back in her anywhere
4: while she was down there Para had uh, taken Zion aside on the other side of the boat what's up? her eyes, I couldn't heal her eyes it was, it was as if she was and then wasn't and then is But her eyes weren't. What did you see? We were in the cave. She was on the floor. And time walked in. Time? The god of time. The lady with the bobbed hair? Yeah. And she brought her back. And when she brought her back, she was blind again. I can't heal her eyes because she's never had them this time. This time? What do you mean? It's as if she was she wasn't and now she is. I can't explain what it is. It's just she's not it anymore. So what do we do? And Para looks looks over his shoulder, back at her. I don't know.
0: By the way, when you look back over at her, she has now moved over onto the bed with Caitlin, and it's her and Caitlin and just they're just playing with the two Albears, and she looks delighted to playing with the to be playing with the Albear couplet. She seemed to us At least, you know, she seems a little bit shaky and a little tired, but she's occupying herself, playing with small, fuzzy babies. Well, not small, but you know what I mean.
2: Don't do anything to my babies. (laughs) I'm protective.
3: Well, I've sent Rena down below decks to see if maybe our cactus friend has anything further he can tell us about where either, uh, where this god of fire might be. Good, good. So I'm going to surreptitiously ask her about how that went. But if what you say is true, I don't know what this woman is.
0: I would say at that moment, the door opens and Rena walks back in.
3: I walk over toward Rena. I sort of motion downward and sort of how to it go?
2: I got like a column of like red flowers that burst up in the middle of the city. But then when I tried to, when I tried to ask if she was who she was, it pinged in the middle of the boat. But then...
3: Let me see that.
2: And I take it out and slide it over.
0: And she basically hands you two halves of a rock, and th- they're just dead. It's definitely a dead godstone. And there's and the vines that were wrapped around it are already, already withering and disintegrating in your hands and just sloughing away.
3: That was a crappy cell phone. That's one of those, like, burners, you know? <laughs> it's
4: a cricket. <laughs>
3: cricket yeah, bowl. it was a cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and we only had, like, three minutes on it
0: iPhones break like that. It doesn't matter how good the phone is. Yes, we have to head
3: back to that pyramid then. Sail back.
0: Get ready to answer riddles.
3: An egg. Uh, time. time. <laughs> the wind. Okay, so we need another phone.
2: Actually, make about five of them. <laughs> we break things easy.
4: In what regard was the vision of the God of Fire? Like, why were we shown it?
2: Zion asked if there was any more gods that could cheek- or that he- they could show us.
4: That's it. But we don't know if it's bad.
3: Right. We're kind of making assumptions here.
4: Oh, yeah. If we don't know if it's bad, what vision did we have to find her? Yeah, I think it was the cactus.
0: No, Dudala was the... No, that was one of the original ones you um, saw. So Dudala was shown to you from the beginning by the uh, God King.
3: Well, I'm still not entirely convinced it was Dudala, but yeah, uh, the... the, the, uh, the uh, godling of uh, the astral plane was seen by us when we went to the top of the Union okay. by the god king. Gotcha. And it was shown to be an elderly uh, blind dwarf woman in the uh, marketplace of Capena, which is where precisely we met her.
4: So, yes, a little too conveniently. It sounds like the cactus wants us to meet the god of fire, though, right? That's why he would show him.
0: The cactus wanted to show you everyone that you hadn't seen yet. They just did as they were told. The cactus again it doesn't speak in words speaks in pictures and dioramas and feelings and and it's it's
4: they only showed us one 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 person
0: everyone you hadn't seen yet you saw a white dragon in the frozen north you i mean you saw a series of gods everyone that hadn't been filled in on that chart there's still some missing that haven't been found yet but you were shown like six or seven new gods that you didn't know about
3: so, every God that had been like had walked the earth and touched a plant at some point in their time we were we were shown by this God
4: of plants. but we're so close we would want to see this God of fire, right? If the god of fire
3: is roaming the streets of Capiña and we haven't even spoken to this supposed god of fire yet, and the cactus is a reliable ally, well, at least it's shown. Uh, has shown themselves to be so far.
0: I mean, you have zero idea what, it, what their motivations are, but yes, the cactus has been what you would call upfront so far, yeah.
3: And the cactus even gave a steel beard and all this other stuff, so why would they lie to us? I don't know.
0: That said, if there was a fire giant walking through the streets of Capania, that would certainly cause a ruckus. I mean, just a fire giant. And,
3: uh, and oinkers did not see anything of the sort, so... correct. Either the fire giant slash former fire giant, who is the god of fire, has changed forms, which I don't see why it couldn't. I mean, many of us can change forms. Or it's not actually the god of fire and the cactus is lying to us, uh, as well as, of course, the supposed uh, god of the astral Plane. But the god of plants is a reliable ally, so I, I trust them.
4: He showed us the same thing she showed us.
1: Right, yeah.
3: essentially. So it probably is the god of fire as far as I'm concerned,
4: but or something.
1: If the cactus is saying the same thing that the astral lady is, is that the god of fire was killed and someone took their power and now that's why it's not a fire giant. Or Which makes more sense why Kadar is here. They or, probably found him and killed him.
4: What I saw what I saw is the rebirth. Like that's why there's a column right now. Before it was a light, so it could have been whatever, and now it's a column because they died, or they're being reborn right now in that moment, in that place. They're
2: like awakening right now. Yeah,
4: maybe. I don't know. Para is now sitting on the bed uh, with Caitlin and Dudala. He looks over at Dudala. He's just like, Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. That was more unpleasant than you had promised me, young man. I'm sorry. It usually, I thought for sure it would work, but it didn't. It's something's wrong. Something's wrong with me. I'm not sure
0: that was you. I sent something too. There's there was a force. Something stopped you. I just don't know, but I don't believe it was your fault, young man. Don't And she kinda of leans over and pats your hand in a very grandmotherly way. Yeah. You tried to help me, and I appreciate it. But I am very tired. Is there a place where I might lie down?
4: Uh Steelbeard would make like another bed for her while we're sitting on Torvik's bed, like, basically splits Torvik's bed in half uh, and, like, moves it over for us.
0: Oh, oh, um, all, all right. I was, is there someplace quieter
4: I could lie down? Another room, perhaps? Um, yeah, we, we can make another room. I,
0: no, there's rooms throughout the ship. You just, like, walk out the door and go to another one.
4: I don't think you have long to rest, though. I just need to lie down for a moment. And she reaches out to take your hand. I would turn to Caitlyn. Take her back. Take her, take her back and, and put her under.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. And she like quickly like arranges the owlbears around Torvik's sleeping body, and then she runs over and her, Come here, come here, I'll show you, and she grabs her hand and kind of pulls her up in an excited kid way and leads her out the door.
2: Ma'am, let me get you a blanket, and I follow after her.
0: Thank you, dear. Okay, and she walks out the door with you.
2: I have to make sure you get comfortable. You know, the ship can rock a lot. It just, I want to make sure you don't lose your footing.
0: It has been some time since I have been on a boat. Us, us dwarves don't exactly have the best sea legs. Thank you, my dear. I, I, a blanket would be lovely. Where are we going?
2: I know there's a couple rooms. Uh, There's one over here. I'll make sure to get you to the right one.
0: So you walk her into a room and put her in a bed?
2: Yeah, but I'm, like, making sure. I'm, like, leading her in there. But then I'm going to stay... I'm going to stay in the room. I'm going to be like, oh, I'll just stay here and make sure everything's okay. I mean, they don't really need me in the other room. It's, it's okay.
0: She lies down. She happily takes the blanket, and she's pretty much out cold as soon as she her, her head hits the pillow. That's
2: where I'm going to stay. <laughs> it's my post.
4: So Para would turn to Zion uh, and Dora and, and tell them, we have to go back. We have to find this fire god.
3: Well, maybe we should circle back around and come back at night.
4: I mean we can we're in a Kadarian ship. Can we just get dropped off? Kedarian looking ship, but
3: there are only so many ships in this area. Once people start of
1: come to us, yeah. it could be a problem.
4: We could ask her to take us into the astral realm and bring us there. Well she's asleep right now.
1: Is she full night resting? Is this like a dog? <laughs> she for gonna the get day? her eight Peace. hours
2: right now? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> when
1: you look
0: at someone lying down, do you go, Well They'll be asleep for three hours. I mean How about this? She's taking a short rest. In an hour, you can probably go wake her up and it would seem sensible. just wanted to lay down for a sec. She was tired, guys. She's old and a lot of shit happened. Supposedly.
1: Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't have used that British accent later. Yeah, Yeah, that's how we know.
4: (laughs) If she's laying down, like, we can go in the astral realm.
1: With the Eye of Saw? She's in another room. Yeah, but that thing is like 50-50 sometimes, dude.
3: Well, the two of you, I think, would be the best suited for that. Rina is doing a very important job right now in watching our erstwhile guest. If you're going to do it, I will watch over the two of you. And I can also force the, uh, the crystal up, so it'll be out of your hands if uh, something terrible happens. I love Oinkers, and she's very resourceful, but if there's another godling on the ship that may or may not be on our side, I'd prefer her not to have access to our bodies while we sleep. But if this truly is the god of fire, he could be of great power, far greater even than you, Para. He
1: could probably
0: kill everyone. Caitlin stands up and she takes her little teeny thorn dagger and she slams it into her belt and she goes like, I'll go too. Oh, now it's on.
3: Are you okay, Para? Can you do this? Yeah, Yeah, I can do it. Are you sure? Yes, stop babying me. I can go. Para, Doro, and Caitlin are going to lay in a tripartite uh, wheel on the ground as I force lower the, uh, uh, the Eye of Saw onto the center of their hands.
1: How
4: excited were you to use that word?
1: He, does, he says it every time, actually. Oh, okay. like every game he says tripartite.
0: The three of you have entered into this little triangle form. Zion has lowered the Eye of Saw into your hands,
4: and you're all in the astral realm. Where are the jellyfish? Do I see the column of fire?
0: Uh, Roll perception. Eight. 22. Far in the distance and still fading and moving away. You can just catch the tail end of it.
4: It's in a different spot than it was before.
0: Yeah, it's further back now. It's further back into the city.
4: Doro, can you bring us there?
0: All right, everybody hang on. I would like you to roll uh, your divinity score. 21. It's weirder in the astral realm. You don't move. It's like he simply closes his eyes and the whole world shifts around you. So it's simply like zooms towards you and then you're just somewhere else you're simply standing in the middle of the astral version of the market
4: roll another perception see how close we are to the column
0: you don't need to you can see the the column of fire plain as day it is now entering what looks like a large stone temple it's sloped rectangles on top of each other very simple carvings a huge stone staircase going up to it and the column of fire and the form now walking with it is entering the form walking with it. You're seeing this person wreathed in fire. Yeah, in the fire, formed of fire, with a column of fire rising off them. Uh, do we really have to teleport? How far away is it? Can we just run over there? <laughs> you could run. I mean, by the I mean, he'll be inside, but you could run up the steps and follow.
4: He's not in the astral plane, though. No, he's no, he's in, in the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. correct. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I want to take a closer look at this guy.
1: Yeah, let's get closer. Okay. Uh, whoa, Do you want me to bring us there? We just yeah, gonna... bring us there. All right. Here we go. So now you're at the entrance
0: where this creature stepped in, and you're looking into this wide open area. So the stairs kind of went up, and then they enter this room, and it's all one huge open area in like an octagon with seating going all the way down and then a simple floor stone floor about maybe another 40 feet down and there's a huge stone table and again all of this is formed from astral energy mm. and you can see this column of fire walking towards this one end of the of the table and on the other end of the table you can see another energy and swirling around this person who appears Appears maybe to be another dwarf a little short a little stout there is things things you've never seen before machines you've never imagined things you couldn't even understand what they're doing all swirling around this person and at the same time the mountain is rising behind him and stone is bending to his will and you hear, thank you for coming my friend, it was hard to get a hold of you. Thank you for joining us for episode 70 by Flame and Stone. For my DM's notes on this and other adventures, head on over to Patreon and support Godsfall. We've got unedited episodes posted, as well as early releases of future episodes for all of our backers. And if you haven't picked up a God's Fall world Book yet, you still have time to get a print copy. Check out worldbook.godsfall.com and reserve yours today. For more updates and information about the podcast, follow us on Twitter at GodsFallDC and our podcasting collective at Neon Rivals. We are currently exploring the jungles of Chult as we run through the Tomb of Annihilation. For full episodes, check out NeonRival.com and we'll see you next time for more adventures in the Five Kingdoms.